Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Blue Collar Consulting Group. I'm your host, uh, Gary Roth, and a couple of things. I am the guy at Blue Collar Consulting Group, and I am also a Master Sergeant in the United States Army. I manage a team of retention uh, specialists on the western edge of Missouri. I manage a team of nine active duty soldiers and seven more on the reserve side. It's a great challenge. It's a beautiful opportunity. And I'm learning a lot about leadership and uh, getting a team together and, you know, pushing forward. So today's podcast episode or tonight, depending on when you're listening, is all about how to make a better sales call. Now, if you didn't listen to my last episode of the podcast, I would encourage you to do so because it's going to talk about how to set up this call in a very, very productive manner. So I would encourage you to check that out if you're interested. Uh, and so that way you can kind of see where we're at as far as, you know, setting this up. So without further ado, we'll kind of get right into it. And so on the last episode, you know that after you exchange or you get a little bit of basic information, you ask a hook question. Uh, this hook question requires some thought. Now, in my line of work, one of the things we want to know is why the person got out of the army because we are we are speaking with folks that are in this individual ready reserve it's basically a pool of folks that could be called back and we want to know you know why they got out our main goal is to encourage them to align or affiliate themselves with an army reserve unit so that they can do training one weekend a month and be a little bit more ready for the army than just sitting on a big old list somewhere several years ago some geniuses in congress thought that mission should fall to us and we're going to take it and we're going to do great and we're doing great but we can always do a little bit better and that's the purpose of this episode is to maybe help you make some better phone calls because a great phone call will turn into a great appointment and a great appointment turns into an amazing transfer and hopefully a lifelong career in the army reserve so the first thing that you have to do and i've got some notes here in front of me the first thing you got to do before you pick up that phone call is you have to get ready Okay, now that can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, but you know, getting ready is all about having energy, having some enthusiasm, having a positive mental attitude. People can tell when you're down. People can tell when you're tired. I just finished running, I think, like four something miles, and I'm way out of shape. And you know, I can tell that I'm a little bit tired. So I'm okay to do this podcast, but I don't have the energy that I normally would have. I can hear it in my own voice. I can feel it in my body. And so I don't know if that's a shot of caffeine for you. I don't know if it's a run outside and get some fresh air or splash your face with some cold water. Whatever the case may be, you've got to have some energy. Are you gonna have energy every single day, all day? No, of course not. But you should do things to help maintain a good positive mental attitude, listen to good music, maybe a comedy, so that you can get yourself in the right frame of mind during those times when you make your phone calls. Here's an insider tip. You're gonna, you need to monitor when your energy levels are good and bad. If you're really crappy at 9 a.m., don't make phone calls. If you're really motivated at 9 a.m., then get on it and get going. Uh, maybe you do better in the evenings or you know earlier in the week versus later in the week. You need to understand yourself. You need to have self-awareness so that you can do the right thing when it's time to get moving on this stuff, right? So don't take that for granted. Don't take your energy levels for granted because that kind of stuff matters. If you need to stand up, if you wear a headset, if don't do on speakerphone, you know, 
don't freaking try to blast on like a crappy microphone or a crappy headset. Make sure you have good stuff ready to go. Make sure that you're all set up. Make sure it's a quiet office. Make sure you got a smile on your face. Make sure you've got your information ready. You know, make sure you are prepared. Whatever that means to you, preparation is is key. Preparation matters. Remember, the goal of a phone call is to get a good appointment. What is a good appointment? In my world, a good appointment is a is a scheduled meeting to discuss the benefits of the Army Reserve. It is not to have a chat. It is not to hang out for a while. And it's certainly not just to, you know, shoot the breeze. Appointments must be purposeful engagements. Let me say that again. Appointments must be purposeful engagements. Engagements. Do not try to simply just have them swing by and you're going to sell them. If you can't sell them on the phone for a good solid appointment, then you're not going to sell them in person. Let me say that again. If you can't sell them to come and do a good appointment, then you are not going to have a good appointment in which you get the goal of, in my case, the transfer of the Army Reserve. So make a good phone call so that you have a good appointment. And if that means you lose a few appointments, fine. I made a note here. One good appointment is better than five bad ones. I'm not impressed if you have 12 appointments this week. That means you're going to spend 12 hours wasting your time and their time because you did a crappy phone call. Because if you spring it on them that you're going to talk about the Army Reserve, their shields are going to go way up. So do the right thing and prepare yourself and prepare yourself for a good goal of getting those good appointments. If somebody refuses to talk to you or if you feel like you have to manipulate them to get them to show up to the office, that's not an appointment. That's like a meeting. That's, that's nothing. That's a waste of your time. Instead, dig in on the phone call. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about how to get yourself better appointments with better phone calls. So, let's kind of dig right in here. All right, so we've asked the hook question. You know, another question that you may want to ask, and if my team is listening to this, add this to your, your toolkit. If you don't want to ask them why they got out of the Army, ask them why they joined the Army in the first place. See if you can get a really good answer. See if you can kind of reframe them. Get them back in that positive, hopeful, goal-oriented state of mind so that they can kind of retune in to their goals, dreams, and passions, that dominant buying motive, that DBM. See if you can get that out of them. How do we do that? Hey man, listen, uh, I hope you don't mind me asking, but uh, why did you join the army in the first place? Uh huh. And you know, these aren't yes or no questions. These are open-ended fact-finding questions. Hey man, if you don't mind me asking, what were some of the goals that you had when you first joined the army? What was your end state when you first joined the army? Do you remember what it was like going to MEPS? How did you feel during the first day of basic training? How did you feel when you graduated boot camp? How did it feel when you got those airborne wings? What was it like during your first few weeks at your new assignment? What were some of the goals and ambitions that you had when you first joined the military? How has life been since you've been out of the military? Was leaving the army an easy decision for you? 
tell me more about your life since you've gotten out of the military. What kind of goals and ambitions do you have now? If you could do it all over again, what would you do differently? What sorts of regrets do you have? What are some of your best memories of the Army? What did you hope to achieve by leaving the Army? How do you plan to overcome these objections or these obstacles that you have? Tell me more about your family. Tell me more about your current employment situation. Tell me how you have planned to achieve your original goals now that you are out of the Army. These are all questions, my friend, that you can ask. These get people talking. There is a rule, 80-20. The, they do 80% of the talking, you do 20%. Let me tell you this loud and clear. The gift of gab is the worst enemy of a good recruiter, salesperson, or retention NCO. The gift of gab is your worst enemy. Instead, good, high-quality questions are the key to your success. Let me say that again. Good, high-quality questions are the key to your success. If you find that the conversation is stalling a little bit, you can always use the information that you have in the system. Nobody on my team should be calling from a spreadsheet. You're going to need the background information that's contained in V2, that's the system we use, while you're on the phone with the person. That's why I want my guys to work in the system because it has valuable information that you're going to need to know when you're on the phone with them. And the worst thing you can do is to be trying to dig up information while you're on the phone. You freaking have that record open before you make that freaking call. Well, it takes too long, Sarge. I don't care. Wait, because you're going to need that information. It's got their marital status. It's got their job, their length of service, some of their service history in there, uh, their test scores. All of that is incredibly valuable information. Whatever career field you're in, I'm sure that you have some type of lead database or, or sales record or whatever the case may be. You have that valuable information in there, and you're going to need it and you're gonna need it now. So have that stuff available right away. I just wanna go back to the emphasis on not asking yes or no questions. You must ask good questions. For example, did you like the army? That's a yes or no question. The better question is, tell me some of your most memorable moments from the army. Tell me some of your favorite experiences that you had as a soldier. Not, did you travel? Tell me, where did you travel to while in the army? Did you make a lot of friends? No. How many friends did you make from the army? Tell me about your best friend from the army. Okay? There are better ways to ask questions. You must get the person talking a lot more than you. Be a freaking good listener, please. Be a good listener. When people feel like they are heard, they feel good, they feel trusting, they feel validated, and you can build rapport, you can build trust, and you can 
convince them, you can persuade them, you can guide them into a face-to-face interview with you. You've got all the information there to keep the conversation going, to build trust, to build rapport. You've got to use it. You've got to dig into that. All of these questions must have a purpose. Remember, you're eventually wanting them to transfer to the Army Reserve in my case. You're eventually wanting them to buy your service or product or subscribe to your XYZ whatever. So you've got to push that along. We're walking this stuff down the road. We've built a little bit of rapport. We're good listeners. We know about them. We're curious about them. We're not pushing anything. We're not talking about transferring. All we're doing is gathering information at this point. All right. It's always, always, always make a little mystery, build rapport, ask high quality questions, keep that mystery going. Right. Let me give you an example. If somebody tells you they want to open a business and they want to, I don't know, even wash cars, right? Okay, okay. You know, what would you do for HR? What would you do for a business plan? What would you do for, you know, your business loan? What would you do for managing your team and stuff like that? So you're getting these questions, you're 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 firing these out, you're getting them to think, right? Because chances are you you know, hopefully you know more than they do, at least on a few things, and you get curious. Uh-huh, what are you gonna do about this? Uh-huh, what are you gonna do about that? Oh, I'm curious. What made you want to do that? How many people do you know in that business? Oh, nobody, huh? How, how hard do you think that'll be? How successful do you think you will be? Ask questions. Golly, I hear it time and time again. And one of my guys on my team is real bad for just talking, 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 talking. And it's like, dude, I love you. But man, ask questions and shut up. Ask questions and shut up. A-Q-A-S. Ask questions and shut up. Because you've got to get them talking. They'll tell you what they want. They'll tell you what they need. Right? And, you know, it's not an interrogation. I want to be clear about that. It is it is information gathering. How can you gather information if you're doing all the freaking talking? The first half of the phone call is nothing more than getting the information. The second half, or the final third maybe, is is getting that close, all right? We haven't even really spoken that much. We've listened, we've asked clarifying questions. What's a clarifying question? Oh, I wanna get out and start a business. A clarifying question is really awesome. What kind of business do you want to open? Huh, okay, yeah, it's interesting. How successful do you think that you will be with that? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. How do you plan to get started? Oh, uh uh-huh. What would you do if the market changed? What would you do if, uh uh-huh, okay, okay. Because you're gathering all this ammo and you're writing it down so that you can come in with the quote-unquote kill shot and create more mystery. Because you can say, hey, listen, in the Army Reserve, we actually have access to the system called Army MWR Libraries and the Gale Entrepreneur System, which is chock full of business plans and business tools and, and advice and videos and books on how to run a business. You have access to that for free. Not only that, you could also get promoted, get some formal uh, education and leadership, get some leadership experience leading Army Reserve soldiers like in a squad or a team. Both of these things would be massively successful or uh, helpful to your business. Maybe we should come in and maybe you should come in and maybe we should talk about it. Um, you know, I've got some great information here. I could show you the system and then maybe we could talk a little bit more 
and see if this is a good fit for you. Are you available on Tuesday at two o'clock? So boom, there, that's a close. I've summarized, I've offered, and then I've asked, okay? If you have done all the talking, you don't have anything to summarize and you suck. You've gotta shut up, ask questions and shut up. I'm being vulgar for a reason so that you remember. You ask questions, you shut up, and you wait to summarize. And, say, and if they say no, okay, I understand that completely. This is how we overcome an objection. May I ask why you're not comfortable with coming in and meeting me face to face? Oh, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to sign anything. Okay, cool. I understand that. So let's say for a moment that if you came in and just had a meeting with me and you didn't sign a single thing, you would come in and talk to me. Is that, is that right? Yeah, that's right. If that, if they say yes to that, you say, all right, cool. Well, listen, trust me, you don't have to sign a single thing by coming in to talk to me, but I really feel the information that I have is going to be valuable to you. So I think that you should. Now I'm going to ask again, have you, are you available on Tuesday at two o'clock? Yeah, I think I am. Okay, great. Let's come on in or I can meet you somewhere X, Y, Z. If they say, I don't want to come in, I don't want to sign anything. Okay. I understand that completely. Now, if you didn't have to sign anything and you knew for a fact you didn't have to sign anything, would you come in and meet me then? Well, no. Okay, my man, listen. What, come on, level with me. What's the real reason you don't want to come in? It's like, come on, man, I just don't want to do it no more. I'm tired of the army. Okay, look, I understand that. That's why you got out. I'm not asking you to go back to the army. The only thing I'm asking you to do is listen to the information I have about the army reserve. Remember, you're still in the IRR. You're still under contract. I'm just trying to help you get the benefits that you deserve. Now, are you willing to come in and at least listen to what I have to say? And maybe somewhere in there, something pops. Would you be okay with that? Yeah, I guess so. Great. Can you meet Tuesday at 2? We never backpedal, my friends. We don't back off. We don't be like, oh, 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 well, just come by for a few minutes. Just come by for a few minutes. No, no. If they don't want to come in and you try to overcome the objection a few times, that's fine. What do you think they're going to do when they come in? Just waste your time. They're not going to do anything. Probably because you haven't provided any compelling evidence in the first place. You've got to know your product, man. You've got to know the Army Reserve. So many career counselors are out there just winging it. Talking about TRICARE Reserve Select and some piddly ass pay chart. That's not enough, man. That's not enough. You got these RCCCs out there that aren't doing their job. When folks leave the regular army, they're doing crappy appointments. And so people are just not, they're just getting out. And so if you think as a career counselor, you can just toss around the same old crap and expect somebody to magically transfer just because you're a nice guy, get bent because it is not going to happen. We got to have some swagger out there, man. We got to come at them different. Like for example... Did you know that a 25-year-old that invests their Army Reserve drill pay at a minimum level would have $1.4 million by their 60th birthday? No, you don't know that because you don't think like that, right? You need to use a compounding interest calculator to show them how investing in their TSP is valuable on top of their Army Reserve pension, on top of TRICARE Select, on top of leadership and networking and all the online experiences that they can have and all the online resources that they get access to and carrying that ID card and getting promoted and having some pride in themselves and actually doing something again, right? But no, we just want to talk about health insurance and tell them that they have to come see you once a year. Come on, man, grow up. Know your freaking product. 
Do some interviews. Get some freaking testimonials. Oh, I'm too busy for the Army Reserve Sergeant. Really? Let me let me show you 15 statements by doctors, lawyers, travel agents, freaking mechanics, truck drivers. Let me let me let me show you these. College students, family people. You think the Army Reserve is just full of people that have nothing better to do with their lives? Again, get bent, right? Learn. Do something better. Get creative. Stop nodding and start doing. Man, I get so ticked off because we don't ever do anything to develop ourselves. We're not taking a sales class. I guarantee a bunch of people will only listen to half of this. If you listen this far, that's amazing. Bet you didn't take notes, though. To the three people that actually took notes, when are you going to apply it? When are you going to freaking change the way you do your phone calls? When are you going to actually do a spreadsheet, or not a spreadsheet, a worksheet, to where you actually have questions that you're going to ask? When are you actually going to dig into Army Reserve benefits? When are you actually going to ask around? When are you going to actually call up a salesperson that's successful and learn from them? When are you going to call a recruiter, a successful recruiter from USREC, which is the United States Army Recruiting Command? When are you going to do that? My friends, it's ha- it, only 10% is technique, baby. 90% is desire and growth. So anyway, you get them to close, you get them to agree to an appointment, you got to confirm it. You confirm the time, location, etc. Listen. You've agreed to meet me tomorrow at 2 p.m. at my office. My office address is blank, blank, blankety, blank. And if you follow my system, you've already texted them, so you're going to send them a text reminder after that. I would probably email them too. What does it hurt? It doesn't. Then you confirm it, right? And then you get ready. You take some notes, and you're ready. And do not, and I repeat, do not, do not schedule an appointment more than 72 hours out. That is not an appointment. Your no-show rate beyond three days is massive. Oh, no, it's not, Sarge. Yes, it is. You've got to create some urgency. I mean, I really need to talk to you tomorrow. I have a one open spot tomorrow at 3 p.m. Can you make it? No? All right. I'll stay late for you. What about 5.30? Can you meet at 5.30? Yeah? Cool. You don't have a car? No problem. I'm coming to you. No problem. You got to reduce friction, keep everything within 72 hours, and freaking get it done. If somebody can't meet until Friday and it's Monday, you you need to have a problem with that. You need to figure that out. Listen, I know I get a little upset, I get a little testy because I know that you're capable of so much more, but man, you just sit on your hands all the time. I see it day in and day out, just hanging out, having pointless conversations when you could be learning, could be listening could be growing, could be reading a book, could be interviewing somebody, could be listening to a podcast other than this one. There's so much you could be doing. Why don't you do it? Probably because there's no compelling reason not to, because even if you fail your mission in my command, they don't do nothing to you. And that sucks. I'm not saying you should punish people, but there has to be a compelling force because otherwise people just hang out. And that really stinks because there's a lot of good folks out there that could be doing this job. Listen, my name is Gary Roth, and I know that you can do better. Take this advice. Take this advice. Yeah, I know I'm a jerk. I don't care because the advice that I'm sharing with you is good, and it will make you successful, and your career will get better, and you will get promoted, and you will have a much more enjoyable life. You will enjoy this job. You won't get as frustrated, and you will be better. Life doesn't change, man. People change. Don't ask for life to get easy. Ask for you to get better because that's the only thing that you can do. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to hit subscribe, that's awesome. If you want to go over to iTunes and leave a review, feel free. 
Follow this advice. It's good advice. I'll see you later.